What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. You're on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you guys want to listen to a podcast. I'm trying to get on it. So, tonight, what I wanted to talk to you guys about is some of the bad habits that stoners pick up, alright? And let's, let's be fucking real. We all have it. We all get a certain kind of way once you start smoking. You don't want to get up. You don't want to do laundry. Like, laundry is, like, the bane of my existence. Because every single time that I smoke, I don't want to go anywhere near a fucking laundry basket, dude. I don't want to go near a washer and dryer. I just want to sit, chill, play video games, relax. You know, munch on whatever is handy to munch on. And that's another bad habit, too, is when you go to the grocery store sober. I don't know about everybody else, but, like, I make a list. I, like pick up the things that I really, really, really want to get, I get this, like, a couple of snacks, but I mostly buy the essentials, you know, bread, water, sandwich shit, snacks for kids, like, shit like that, but when you're high and you go to the grocery store, and you start looking at, like, those two-for-whatever deals on bags of chips, and, like, you start looking at, like, oh, I can, if I buy one 12-pack of Dr. Pepper, I can get two of them for, like, eight bucks, It was just terrible, terrible, terrible. And there's more habits than that, but I'll get into that as I, like, I I open this up, as I usually do, with a story. So, about the time that I started realizing that being high all the time was starting to give me, like, some really, really bad habits has got to be when I started my first YouTube channel. And I was doing gaming shit, live streams, fucking sitting and talking to people for hours in the YouTube chat, man. I mean, like... I would play a game and pause the game just to talk to people. And that's when I think I realized I was better at just talking to people. And talking about shit and rambling and going off on my little tangents and shit. Sorry, I totally just smacked the microphone. But, like, you know what I mean. When you got a certain mindset and you're in that, like, headspace where you just want to chill and vibe. Anything else is just going to feel like work. And you know what? A lot of people are like, oh, I like to get high and clean the house. Oh, I like to get stoned and, like, you know, cook. I like to smoke and go do, like, my daily errands. And then there's some people who are like, well, I have to smoke first thing when I wake up. Otherwise, I'm not functional for the rest of the day. And I've been there, too. Believe me, I've fucking been there. But here's the thing. Like, once you start smoking and you pick up on these habits, if you get too into the habit of just doing nothing, then doing nothing is going to become all that you want to do. Like, for example, when Elden Ring came out, and I had a few days off, I smoked, I sat down, and I did nothing but grind on Elden Ring. I'm talking like pulling up the wiki, I'm talking pulling up like websites and YouTube videos so that I was like, well, I can't fucking kill this boss, what do I gotta do to kill this boss? And so I would go farm up some shit, buy some shit, fucking go questing for shit, start completing, like, quest lines and actually trying to play the story of the game. And Elden Ring is one of those games where, like, you aren't gonna realize where anything is or how to do anything efficiently unless you fucking look it up or you've seen someone else do it. It is one of those games, anybody that's gonna tell you different in the YouTube comments or anywhere, I'm sorry, I personally could not get half of the shit that I have now on my character in this game without fucking looking it up. And for context, I'm gonna farm runes in the background 
while I do this because I am still playing Elden Ring. I am trying to kill the Elden Beast, but I just don't have enough of that raw, like, power to kill the Elden Beast. So, yeah, you can hear me literally playing Elden Ring in the background right now. Farming that giant dragon chicken bird dog thing. I don't know what the fuck it is. It looks like a chicken dinosaur. Like, if I'm being honest here. But first, I should make sure that I have the right shit equipped so I get the most money. There we go. But, my basic thing here is, like, I'm sitting here playing video games. I could be cleaning. I could make the bed. I could light a candle. I could turn on some, like, you know, lo-fi music like you guys hear in the background on here. And just vibe and get all the shit I need to get done done. But you know what? No, instead, I'm sitting here playing a video game. You know what? My room, honestly, not that bad at the moment. Let me see if I can nail this arrow. Let me see if I can nail this arrow. And we got it, ladies and gentlemen. More money in my... Well, more runes in my stash. So, one of the worst habits that stoners pick up, as I was saying in the beginning, is, like, snacks, food, and grocery shopping. Because when you're sober, you think spending, like, 80 bucks on snacks is a terrible, terrible idea. You know, you're going to break the bank. But when you're high, you're like, well, I was going to spend this money anyway, so why not spend it on, you know a family-sized bag of Cool Ranch Doritos that I'm going to eat in, like, two hours. Why not spend it on, you know, five cases of soda and then proceed to drink, like, eight of them in a row? And I am hella guilty of that. The other day, I was fiending for sugar, something fierce. I wanted nothing but soda, chocolate, fucking, like, candy, whatever the fuck. And, like, that is it. That is all that I wanted. There was nothing else that was going to satiate my hunger and my thirst other than fucking, you know, getting snacks and, like, eating something and doing what I had to do with that. And it's bad, like, it's bad. Because we get in this mental state of not feeling well and not doing things the right way. And, like, you get into this, like, mindset of how do I get out of this? How do I stop spending money on this? What do I do? And it's a lot of work, trust me. Like, when I was working at the gas station, I would feel like shit half the time because I would literally spend all night, like, drinking soda, popping monsters, going in and out of a cooler, like, going in the kitchen, cooking food, going outside and cleaning. And, like, so there were nights where, like, I wouldn't actually eat food food. But I, for some reason, thought it was okay to eat, like, you know, an entire bag of beef jerky in one night. Or to make nachos. Or to, like, take my lunch and get, like, way too fucking stoned out in the parking lot. Like, and there was just so many things wrong with that situation. I had to put the controller down for a second because the cotton mouth was getting to me. And when I smoked before the podcast today, King Roll... What strain is this? Purple Tangy Flower and Cali O Cannabis Oil. Infused Minis. They're pretty tasty. I'm not like as high as I want to be. There's probably going to be a dab at some point tonight before I go to bed. But, again, terrible habits. You know, oh, I can't sleep without smoking. I can't eat without smoking. I can't drive without smoking. I can't sit at home and play video games without smoking. Again, to be fair... Does it make the experience more entertaining? Yes. Is it something that I would consider a necessity? Uh, no. Definitely not something I would consider a necessity. 
you know, there are time. There's a time and place for smoking weed. Sitting at home playing video games is probably like the only time you're gonna find that's like exclusively appropriate. Because any other time of day, like you're busy, you're doing shit, and if you're one of those people that like smokes first thing in the morning before you work, before you eat, before anything, kudos to you. Because I was that guy for a long fucking time, and I'll be real, life seemed a lot better when I was smoking. Like more often but that's only because I was high all the time and cutting back from smoking all the time to cutting back to only smoking in like my rest hours my relaxation time it really made a big difference in how I felt both physically and mentally and am I gonna quit smoking weed fuck no I've been doing it for too long it's like it's like a it's like a part of like who I am as a person and I know a lot of people are gonna be like Oh, so you base your entire, like, personality off of cannabis. No, not really. I could quit just going back to being, like, you know, a shut-in recluse with chronic depression and anxiety so bad I can barely go to the store. I could turn back into that guy that, like, hates playing multiplayer games because they have to interact with other people. But when you're stoned, you're just like, oh, yeah, cool, let's jump on some COD. Let's see what happens. When you're lit, you're like, oh, cool, I'm gonna sit here and play this game until I beat it. Because... That is what it is. Time to farm some more runes. I totally spaced out there for a second. But. Again, there's other things I could be doing right now. But I'm high. The room's pretty clean. There's only a little bit of laundry in the laundry basket. Everything is just kind of. It's one of those nights where like I have nothing really better to do besides talk to you guys for a bit. And that makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that I can still do something you know it makes me feel good to like be creative and like branch out that little bit that I am right now it makes me feel good to to do something and this is one of the positive things about being a stoner because when I'm high like this I can focus I can multitask I can talk to you guys and shoot this motherfucker all in one little go oh come on he was over the edge he does this little thing sometimes where he'll backstep up onto the ledge and you don't get the runes. But, I digress. For those of you that haven't played Elden Ring, fucking try it. This is like one of the most challenging games I think I've ever played. And again, you are not going to understand or be able to get through most of the game without the power of Google and YouTube. Like if someone had handed me this game back in like 2006, I would have been like, Hey yo, where's the strategy guide at? But I'm getting off the topic. Another really bad habit that stoners have is it's either all or nothing with me personally. Like I either get high and like want to clean and like do all my housework and do all my shit and get everything done or I get stuck. I get lazy. I get this like mental block where it's like, oh, you want to do shit? <laughs> Not today. Oh, you got to go to Walgreens and like, you know, buy something to take care of yourself and do something productive with your day. Or you could buy two red bill, red bill, <laughs> buy two red bills, red bulls, over caffeinate the shit out of yourself, hyperfixate on things for a couple of hours, and then have like either a massive caffeine crash where you sleep for 14 hours, or you over caffeinate yourself, wait until 12:55 at night, like right now, sit there, record a podcast, play some video games, and then do absolutely nothing productive with your day because you sat there and got stuck for like three hours. And, believe me, most of the time, it's the first one. 
when I get stoned, I like to sit down and clean and focus and put on like a podcast or a YouTube video in the background and just start cleaning. Like, I don't know how healthy it is for me to want to do all that, but like, there is no in between. It's either I'm dead lazy or I'm hyper fixated on cleaning and making sure the room is clean. And I mean, guys, when I clean, when I smoke, it gets bad. I don't know about anybody else. Comment on the YouTube version of this if you're like this, but if you like smoke and hyperfixate on cleaning, let me know because I don't feel like I'm the only one. Because I hate cleaning when I'm sober. It's just like when you do it sober, it feels like a chore. When you get stoned and clean, it feels like you're just, you know, doing something to do something. And that's the better thing that I like to look at for cleaning. Because uh, we'll continue this one with a life story because when I had a place with a few friends that we all lived in together we would all pitch in on the cleaning but we also all pitched in on the weed so like if I had a bag and we were gonna go smoke we would all go smoke together and then we'd all come in the house be all giggly and having fun and chilling and we would literally like get the whole house fucking clean in like two or three hours. One person would be on laundry duty, another person would do the dishes, another person would be going around wiping down all the tables and shit. And it's not like the house ever got that dirty anyway. All of us had jobs. So we all like went to work and stuff anyways. But on the rare occasion we were all home, it would be cleaning day. Otherwise it would be like, you know, a chore chart basically kind of thing like okay you got dishes this day you got dishes this day most of us just did our dishes as we used them and I know that's hard to find in like a lot of roommates now because I had one roommate for a long period of time who would not touch dishes get that he would not touch dishes unless like his girlfriend was coming over or the sink was like there was enough dishes in the sink to run the dishwasher like he would let that shit sit for like three or four days run the dishwasher and then be like oh yeah I did the dishes today and like he'd be putting away dishes when his girlfriend would get there so he'd look all like oh yeah look I take care of the house I did dishes and like the thing that finally got me was there was one time where mind you this girl was like dumb as a box of rocks my guy like she was one of those girls that you look at them and you go, there is nothing going on behind those eyes. And one day she came over, friend had done dishes, was standing there like, you know, talking his girlfriend up. And I heard him say, cause I had just gotten home. So I came in the back door, which was like on the opposite side of the house from the kitchen. And he's like, yeah, I can't believe that. Like I live with him and he never does anything. Like he doesn't clean. He doesn't cook. He doesn't this. He doesn't that. Mind you at the time, I was a cook so I cooked all fucking day and I would always bring home food and shit and today I walked in because I knew this girl was coming over I sit down three like styrofoam boxes that had steak sandwiches and fries on them and they were like oh my god thanks you bought food congratulations I was like no nah, actually I cooked this at my job and I looked at him, I'm like, what were you saying about me never cooking and not cleaning and shit? And he's like, oh, no, dude, you clean all the time. Mind you, for, for, for the purposes of the podcast and the people who aren't informed, I did 99% of the cleaning in that house. His only thing that I would get on him about doing was the dishes because he would always go in the kitchen at like 2 a.m., 
when we would smoke. And instead of using, like, the plastic throwaway shit, he would fucking pull out, like, a bowl, a spoon, the milk, two cups, one for water, one for soda. And, like, he would repeat this process because, God forbid, you just refill the cereal bowl. No. Every time he got a bowl of cereal, he had to have a clean bowl. Now, he was one of those that was like, okay, alright, I, I got cereal, but I need it to be clean. However, this is also the same friend that, like, before he started dating this chick, before he started dating this girl, he would always want to smoke, he would always want to take dabs, he would always want to, like, smoke a blunt or, like, pre-rolls, or I would roll up, and he'd be like, oh, what are you doing, man? Oh, can you roll me one? Can you roll us one? Or he'd be like, oh, uh, Jenny's coming over tonight, uh, could you, uh, you know, maybe, like, roll a joint? By the way, her name actually wasn't Jenny. It started with an R, but I'm not gonna say her name on the podcast. And moving on from that, like, he would be like, oh, can you roll us one for later? And I'd be like, you want me to roll you a joint with my bud, you not pay me for it, just so you and your girl can smoke it later. While you're too busy trying to get laid or, like, you know, showing her how great you are doing chores. And I would always be like, you know what? I'll roll one. Fuck it. You know, I'd roll one up for him. And he'd be like, oh, I'll give you, like, ten bucks, like, in a few days. He never did. The tally for the ten bucks after I stopped counting was almost, like, two hundred bucks. So at that point, I was like, yeah, he's just never going to pay me that money back. So I'm better off just, like, letting it go. So I let it go, and, like, we would hang out, we'd smoke sometimes, but, man, the night that he called me out and tried saying that I never clean and I never cook and I don't take care of anything in the house, I got pissed. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I kind of lost my shit a little bit. And I told him, I was like, dude, I do our fucking laundry, like, every week. I clean this. I keep this going. Like, I help put gas in the cars. Like, what do you do? What do you fucking do to help around here besides do the dishes and, you know... Basically, he was, like, as fucked up as this sounds, he was kind of, like, a slave to his family business. Like, whenever his mom or dad would call him, he would immediately drop anything that he was doing to go fulfill the wishes of, like, other people. Like, there was literally one night where he ran out of the house or the apartment that we got. We had an apartment before this at this point. He would run out, answer the phone, tell me he was leaving, and, like, go jump in the car, and he'd just be gone for, like, literally, sometimes he would be gone for, like, a few days. Ah, sorry, cotton mouth, getting him back. He would be gone for a few days to the point that, like, I questioned him one time. I was like, dude, are you, like, moving out? Are you, like, getting a new place? Like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, dude, you haven't been home in a week. And he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm at my mom's house. For a week, he goes, yeah, I'm house-sitting for her. She's out, of, she's out of town. I'd be like, you know what? All right. Whatever. And it was just, like, a bad situation because he did end up, like, finding a place of his own that he could afford that he wanted to go get. But instead of, like, telling me, hey, bro, I'm moving out. Like, here's my 30-day notice. You're going to have to figure it out or you're going to have to move out, too. I just want to talk to you about it. I would have moved out. I would have moved out because I already had a studio that I was planning on getting. And, like, I already had, like, a plan that I was planning on fulfilling, like, 
but instead sorry I was shooting arrows at this thing again instead he just bails on me leaves the house one day with all his shit in boxes in the back of his and his mom's truck and his mom is like you know what I think you should find a new place to live I was like excuse me and she goes well he's moving out which means I'm not going to be paying his half is half of the rent anymore and I was pissed doesn't even begin to describe how I felt I was like what the fuck you should have told me I could have got another place instead of like you know paying the rent because you said you were coming up short or like whatever and this friend straight up ignored me like I haven't talked to this friend since like 2015 and I was, like, not, like, piss-pissed, but I was, like, upset as fuck. I was like, bro, you could have just been honest with me. You didn't have to hide things from me. We could have worked this out easier. And he uh, just looks at me and goes, well, you need to find a new place to live. And that's when I got my studio apartment. And mind you, like, he was not happy about me getting my own place, about me finding a place to live. He was, like... Expecting me to go back to my mom's house, but I've always been the type where like I Try my best to find a way to make it out. Have I been stuck on mom's couch a few times? Yeah Yeah, but I think that's because the only two times I've gone back to my mom's and like lived there since I like got out of high school Has got to be after I had a place with an old like girlfriend of mine and we broke up I had nowhere else to go. So where did I end up my mom's house? Got a couple jobs, was working all the time, doing what I had to do, you know, the grind every day. Like, I would be at one job at, like, 8 a.m. And I wouldn't get home from my other jobs until, like, almost 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night some nights. And did it get hard? Yeah, it got fucking hard. But, like, it was what it was. The money I was making was great. It was enough to go out on my days off and, like, you know hang out with family, go out to eat, go stay in Los Angeles and, you know, visit people like family I had out there. It was enough to be able to afford to do the things that I wanted to do. And when that became not enough and I got offered a better job, I took that better job, got a new place, and I've lived currently here at my current place for about like three years now. I got these color-changing lights up on the wall. If you guys have ever seen the video podcast, check it out. Because I would really, really, really love to, like, do, like, a live stream of just chilling, hanging out. Plus, with gas prices going the way they are, man, like, thirsting for subs might be a pretty big deal. So who knows? Maybe one of these days, I'll make it big on social media. But for now, I just like chilling like tonight, talking to you guys, going completely off topic, telling life stories. Now, the next terrible habit that I think stoners have is forgetting how much you can handle. Like everybody with every substance, every drug, including alcohol, there's a certain amount that's safe and reasonable. And then there's a certain amount that's just like off the rails fucking crazy that you should not, you should not be doing. Like you shouldn't be sitting there taking like, you know, 
50 fucking dabs in a row, like, just to show off to your friends. And there's a time that I tried to fucking show up to one of my buddies that had been smoking for years prior to me smoking. And here's how that went. So we're at a friend's house. This friend's name, again, can't say it on the podcast. Don't have permission, so we're just going to call him... Eh, we'll go with the usual Jay for the purpose of the story. So me and Jay, we get along really, really, really fucking good. We're chilling. He finds out that I'm, like, you know, I'm getting into smoking weed. He's been smoking for, like, you know, five years already. He's been smoking since he was, like, 11. And he says, because one day he caught his dad doing it, and his dad was like, oh, you want to try it? And he started doing it. So this dude smoked all through, like, middle school. Was your typical, like, bad boy kid at the time, where he would, like, sit there and literally just be high at school all the time or always smelled like weed or always was like hey man I just like you know grew my fresh plant got it up for harvest you want to buy a little bit let me know and he became like the temporary plug for like a year or two in high school not like the regular plug not the guy that I told you about that liked to meet us at sketchy places who was our first real like plug plug but he became like the dude we would hit up when we ran out of options because he was also the type of drug dealer who wanted to smoke with you every single time that you bought bud off of him. And I mean, like, he didn't want to, like, smoke, like, just, like, a bowl and be like, alright guys, cool, thanks for your business, have a good time, like, I'll talk to you later. He would, like, want to, like, smoke with us and then he'd want to go out and he'd want to go hang out with us at, like, friends' houses and shit. Mind you, he was, like, two years older than us, I think, at the time. So the fact that, like, Basically, a 16-year-old want to hang out with a couple of 14, 15-year-olds. It was kind of suspicious, man. And, like, he would, like, he would literally show up. Because we gave him the address a couple of times once he got his car, just so we could drop off Bud. And he'd be like, what are you guys doing today? And we'd be like, oh, you know, like, just kind of chilling. He'd be like, so do you guys want to smoke? Like, I'll roll through with some weed. And mainly, dude, I'll be 100% honest, this might sound a little bit like, you know, oh, these guys are assholes. But a lot of times we let him come chill and smoke with us because it was free weed, man. And back then it was not as easy to get weed as it is nowadays. Like you had to genuinely find someone who knew someone who knew someone to get weed. And again, one of the guys that I bought from is one of the dudes that got busted in a drug bust at the school we went to by the chick that was obviously at NARC. Because this one guy that we bought from decided to carry his shit to school that day in one of those like you know gym like school branded duffel bags and nobody ever knew why he carried a duffel bag well guys it turns out he kept drugs in it wrapped up in like his clothes and like shit like that and i'm not talking just bud either i mean this dude sold mushrooms this dude sold coke he could get his hands on just about anything that he wanted to get his hands on which was terrible because at that point in time, like, we were in no fucking condition to be exposed to these types of things. Like, one of my friends OD'd off of the shit that he bought from this plug. And, like, after one of our buddies OD'd, all of us were kind of like, yeah, we're going to stay away from the shit that you're selling, dude. Because, like, he's like, oh, it's not my fault. One of the bags just mixed with another bag. And, like, you know, and I was like, dude, what? And he goes, okay, I'll be honest. I reused a bag. And I was like, well, what was in the bag before you sold our homeboy weed? And he goes, oh, uh, meth. And we're like, dude, fucking meth? Like, fucking meth of all drugs. Meth, you fucking, like, 
killed somebody, literally, literally like, could have killed, well, he didn't, my friend didn't die from ODing, let me say that. But, like, you know, you could have overdosed, like, killed him with an overdose of something that he's never been exposed to, man. What the fuck are you on about? He's like, dude, it's not my fucking problem. I just sell the shit. He's like, all right, supply chain tough. I'm like, dude, you can go to a fucking 99 cent store and buy, like, some clean, fresh baggies for a dollar. I will give you a dollar to give me clean, fresh baggies. But after that, we really didn't fuck with the shit he was selling unless we were, like, genuinely desperate, man. Mind you, this is the same plug that, like, I went to his house one day to go pick up. And he was hiding in his fucking garage, and he hit me in the head with a skateboard because he thought that I was, like, a cop or some shit. And he's like, oh, man, I'm sorry, I didn't realize that was you. I'm like, you dumbass. That fucking hurt. Like, I mean, like, I literally was so pissed that, like, I could have, like, fucking decked him right in the jaw. I didn't. But, like, the thought went through my head of, like, punch him right in the fucking jaw. Just knock his ass the fuck out. And I couldn't do it. I didn't do it. It didn't seem like it would have been a good option at the time. Given the fact that, what was I going to do? Call the cops on my fucking drug dealer? Like. So that didn't happen. We just stopped buying from that guy. And then we got the steady plug. And then, like, there was a point in time where I was, like, growing my own shit for a minute. And I had, like, two plants in the house. And we would harvest them every so often when, you know, the buds got nice. I don't know the science behind grog weed, man. I just know, like... You look at it, and I googled things, and I was looking up pictures and shit. Honestly, I've smoked a few times since then. That was years ago. But, like, yeah, there was a period of time where I was growing my own shit. And it was fucking bomb. And it was totally cool to be growing my own shit. I swear to God, I thought I just heard a knock on the door. And it tripped me the fuck out for a second. If you guys heard that, let me know. Because, like... I don't know. I'm turning the fucking light on in here. Oh man, that was that scared the shit out of me. And I'm leaving that all on the podcast. Like that is that is staying in a hundred percent. Because fuck you, that's why. If you guys heard that on the YouTube version, comment down below, let me know. Or if I'm just like paranoid. Or if it was the music. It could have been the music, because I am listening to like no copyright type lo fi music and Honestly, could have been Elden Ring. Because, yeah, I am still playing the fucking game, Grinding on Runes, as I'm talking to you guys. Respect the gaming community, man. But, yeah. Once we got, like, a steady plug, it was smooth sailing from then on out. Once I was growing my own shit and I was selling it to people, like... I'll admit, was I kind of stupid for selling kids, like, little bits of... Not kids, but, like, fellow high school students, I should say. Because this happened, like, ten years ago when I was much younger. Was I stupid for doing these illegal activities? Yes. Would I ever do it again? No. Like, no matter what kind of financial situation you're in, selling drugs to people who are that young is just terrible. But when you are that young, if you are selling weed to people right now, let me tell you guys, stop it. There's better things you can do to be getting money. Get, like, a decent, respectable job. You don't have to be anything crazy. You can be, like, a clerk at your local gas station like I was. You could do something. You know, your first job, you're probably going to hate it. And you're probably going to quit. Even though sometimes with jobs, it's not the job itself. It's the people you have to fucking deal with that make it hard. 
but eventually you'll find that happy medium and you'll find out what you're supposed to like do in life and for me like right now it just seems like do the podcast do the podcast you're making pretty okay money off of this just keep it up like stick with it you'll get better you'll get more and that is something that I want everybody to think about tonight find out what you want to do plan out a path to achieve it and do your best to make that fucking goal yours but anyways guys I will talk to each and every single one of you on the next episode of the Stoner Thoughts Podcast. Have a good night. I hope you enjoyed. Take it easy. Stay high. Stay awesome. Later.